Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast. Thank you so much for checking out another episode of the show. Today's features returning guest, Anthony Russo and Gus Page. Had a little, whole lot of fun hanging with these guys. It's been a while since we talked and uh, ran into them the other night and I said, hey, let's uh, let's keep this conversation going and on the microphones and uh, that's what we did. So we did some live jamming, just hanging out, talking about their uh, some of their tour vehicles, and uh, just a whole lot of fun, a lot of silly stuff. I do want to remind you, as always, Rock Paper Podcast is brought to you by Roughneck Beard Company and American Rambler, located here in St. Louis, over in the Maplewood area. Stop in and visit them, or shop 24-7 at roughneckbeardcompany.com. You know, growing a big old beard is a surefire way to keep you warm this winter, and there's no better way to grow it out than with Roughneck Beard Company's full line of beard and grooming products. Beat the itch, soften, and set the stage for a faster and fuller growth. And you can do it all by saving 15% with my code RPP15 at checkout. Again, visit roughneckbeardcompany.com today. And tell them Shane sent you. Uh, check out all their wonderful beard oils, beard balms, their junk powder. One of my personal favorites, their Roughneck Beard Batter. Also, big thank you to my friends at Friendship Brewing Company here in Wentzville, Missouri. Uh, stop in and check out some of their delicious drinks, uh, all kinds of good food. Get some nachos, some some sandwiches. They have over, uh, like I think, 25 taps rotating, and you can get all kinds of different uh, delicious beers. Actually, next week they are launching a brand new one, a uh, S'mores Stout. So sounds pretty interesting uh, to give that a try. they also uh, super supportive of our community here in Wentzville, and uh, you may have heard the news we, we lost a... Uh, a fallen soldier, Lance Corporal Jared Schmitz, and Friendship Brewing Company bottled up a can in his memory. And uh, they sell those beers, and all the proceeds of that particular beer go to support his foundation. 100% of the proceeds go right there. So go out there and uh, check it all out. Uh, they're just uh, great people doing wonderful things out here in Wentzville area. So Check it out at friendshipbrewingcompany.com. Be sure to follow along with them on Facebook and Instagram and get plugged in. All kinds of live music going on out there, too. So always a good time at Friendship Brewing Company. Uh, If you need me, of course, you can always find me at rockpaperpodcast.com. Hit me up on the socials. Feel free to email me at rockpaperpodcast at gmail. And uh, with all that out of the way, Sit back, relax, and enjoy this brand new episode with Anthony Russo and Gus Page. Um, the podcast is kind of like a, it's like a radio show that's not on the radio. It's on, it's on the internet. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that's also like my mom. Uh, it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this. What's up, everybody? This is Russo. And I'm Gus. And you're listening to Rock Paper Podcast. Podcast. This is beat paper, paper covers rock, rock beats is the shame covers non-stop, never know what new kind of guests that he's got coming at you, live and direct on the spot, could be rock. 
folk, country, a hip hop, jazz. All kind of folks that he has. Could be an artist or a comedian to make you laugh on the Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast, coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, actually, in St. Charles, Missouri, today, uh, hanging out with Anthony Russo and Gus Page. Welcome to the show, guys. What's what going on, dude? This is. Uh, I'm glad to be here. This is uh, fun. Already having a great time today. We've been goofing off all morning and uh, recording some tunes and having a good time and. But this whole conversation kind of started the other night. We we all end up in at the same uh, spot and had a had a lot of fun hanging out. And I was like, we should just keep this party going and on some microphones. And we're here today, man. So so thank you guys for doing this. Absolutely, thank you for doing it, man. For <laughs> sure. We uh well, so we uh, I think we we crashed uh, Russo's gig at. Uh, in Newtown, right? Yeah, it's, uh, that was Paris, a... I didn't crash the gig. I just came rolling yeah, in afterwards right. like a slacker. But yeah. <laughs> you came in just in time to help help carry know, some I stuff to the van. Broke <laughs> <laughs> me right into it, man. Yeah, man. It was a, it was nice to see you guys out there, man. Thursday night uh, in Newtown. It's a, yeah. school, it's a school night, so getting people out to see a show is a... I, I remember it being a pretty slow night that night, actually. There was like five or six people in the place. Yeah. And uh, nope. you came down and grabbed some dinner, and then Gus came walking in. And yeah, that was uh, – and then, uh, yeah, it was just a fun, you know, quiet night. You know, it was not nothing too rowdy, but we had a, was a good Thursday and hanging out and had a sandwich and uh, enjoying the show. And uh, and then, like, I hadn't seen Gus in it's been a long time. But it's been a minute, man. We – uh, He's uh, both the uh, returning guests, obviously. With Gus, we uh, did one many years ago, but it's, uh, it's so it was good to catch up with you, and then of course uh, getting you back on the show, talking some tunes. And, it's been a hot minute, man. Yeah, that's the most long I think I was still with the hobos. Yeah, that's that's the last. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's been a hot minute for sure. Yeah. I'm excited about it for sure. But yeah, that's uh, so we uh, and we stumbled down to uh, uh, was a. Uh, Domain, right? Yeah, uh, Domain Street Wine Bar uh, in, uh, in Newtown. It's a good little spot. Yeah. We, we yeah. There's like that little intersection right there in the middle of town. There's a handful of good places. Sure. Padavans and Wine Bar. Well, we made it over there and uh, got to talking about your truck and and uh, and stuff. So anyway, it was just a fun fun night, and I figured it would be cool, like I said, to keep the conversation rolling. And uh, so uh, – we uh which like i said speaking of your truck you just uh this is your been kind of we thought it would be fun to kind of make it this uh, like a little more of a car episode because uh, yeah just apparently we're car guys too yeah. i mean me, me and gus like <laughs> i'll never forget when you when you got your when you got your van it was it was like 10 o'clock on like a tuesday night or something like that and just, he hits me up he's like what are you doing i was like i'm just at home you know i work in the mornings and Sure. He's, like, he's like, I got something to show you. And he comes rolling up in this Ford van that he just bought. And the two of us stood outside in the street for like an hour, like 
all the doors open like oh yeah they put the bed here you can put the storage here this is it like just oh, start yeah. like just talking and like nerding out just man. nerding out and yeah. dreaming about you know gear hauling and like multi-function vehicles and uh life on the road you know yeah the ability yeah. to be like mobile and comfortable totally off grid <laughs> totally available a little a little hotel room on wheels you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that way you can go snag those like Lake of the Ozark gigs, and you can drive out of town and then just crawl in the back and go to sleep instead of spend it's so a nice, thirty man. year you know a thirty year wages on a like a mere hours in a hotel. It's so nice, man, to be able to roll out, even if it's not that far away, but to be able to be like, I'm gonna go to a place, I'm gonna have a couple drinks, I'm gonna be able to just relax and be myself, like I was close to home, and like mm. now that I got a little spot and just be like, okay, I'm cool. Like, I'll just crash out for the night and drive back in the morning, you know? Yeah. Beauty of being a musician, you know? I, I don't got nowhere to be in the morning, I guess. So I just, I'll just roll out, you know? Yeah. I mean, just last year, I think I, I saw you show up to gigs with gear, I can probably with three different vehicles at different points last year. I'm guilty. Yeah, I'm guilty. I, I like cars just, a little bit. just can't help it. I like cars a little bit. I'm finally totally off-grid in my Prius, though, dude. Finally, totally off-grid. I can be... Uh, I can cook. I can. I got a couple of different ways to cook. I got it. This boy has so much shit in a Prius. Dude, it's, <laughs> it's incredible. It's incredible. Here, here, check out. Go online and check out people living in. The, go on YouTube. Check out people living in their Priuses. I, I, I stumbled into this Prius and I found out about that and I was like, oh man. But they're oh, not. Man. Haul, they're not hauling a gigs worth of gear in the Prius. <laughs> and, your, and your point is, it fits in there though. I got. I got it to where my whole one man band rig fits in there. Plus, I can sleep comfortably. Plus, I got a refrigerator, a micro we have a sink uh, i got power sure power and like well you, you know, are sleeping inverter. in a coffin it's, it's, like, it is. it's not though it's not though. there's all kinds of room in there it's comfy because you lay like half the back seat back down down and you yeah. slide the front seat forward and lean it up a little bit and you got like six plus feet of like almost a twin bed like it's, it's it seems like what i did was i took a uh a four-inch memory foam topper for a um, for a full-size bed and folded it in half, and it fits in there like perfect. Huh. So I'm so that's what that's like my sleeping area, like to lay and move about. And I just watch you know like TV on my tablet and stuff, and it's it's comfy, man. I went to KC last week just to go. It was 16 degrees outside. I slept in my car, and it was 73 degrees. Cause it's because it's a because it's a because uh, it's a Prius, man. It's a hybrid. So you just put it on ready mode and like you can just set the temperature and it'll start up every once in a while and like recharge the battery and then turn off and, you, and it'll maintain your towels. 73 degrees. I had like a cover on. I was like comfy, chilling, you know. It's wild. The whole, the whole trip, I went there for three days. The whole trip cost me $45. <laughs> that's, dude, that's 40 nice. miles to the gallon. That's great. Yeah. I'll never get anything like that. I, think I, I own four vehicles and they're all V8s. It's a dream gig rig, man. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't even know when I got the Prius. I didn't even know that that was like, you know, because I'm a van guy. I own a van now. Um, I just got rid of a van. Um, I'm a van guy. Normally. You just got, you just got rid of, Did you get rid of that Econoline? My original Econoline. Yeah, I guess it was like a year ago now. Okay. I was like, hold on. The big old, like, big old I didn't tur- get rid turtle of, top unit. That I didn't, got I didn't the, the get gray. rid of the turtle top. No. Right. I got rid of the one I was driving before that was a, I had a 97, uh, 4150 like a painter's van you know yeah it was an ac van in alaska and it got brought down here by my uncle uh harvey and he he brought it down here god bless harvey man god bless harvey yeah man it was his van (laughs) 
I hated the part with it, but it didn't have air conditioning. It wasn't it wasn't an option. It didn't come with it because it was an Alaska van. Yeah, who needs? I'm it? too old for that, man. I'm, <laughs> it's too old. I'm too, like old for, I'm too old for not air. No, an hour down the highway in July. I mean, right. I mean, if it was something like really classic and cool, like an old Beetle or a, you know, old Chevy truck or something, like okay, I can live without AC. But that's my gig. Yeah, I can't. They got that poor. They got that poor man's AC built in. <laughs> floor vents. Yeah, little, man. Little vent windows. That's, I'm usually that's, driving. That's a good life. I'm right usually there. driving something rusty too, so it ain't exactly sealed up. I'm driving something yeah. old, you know. But man, that Prius came out of nowhere, man. I'll never forget. You pulled up to my house at night in this van, and we both like had like phone lights out and like looking over this thing, and like I saw you like two weeks later in this Prius, just packed to the gills. You like check this out, dude. Fully, <laughs> fully off grid, man. Just like all, all I literally did was to go to KC for three days as I grabbed a, a backpack full of clothes. And I stopped by Aldi's and grabbed like some basic food, some microwavable food, and like some sandwiches stuff. You said you got a microwave in a Prius. I have a microwave in there, so I can cook whatever <laughs> I want. That's so funny. like I'll pre- when sometimes when I go away and like go dodge out, sometimes I'll like make like pre mix some like pasta or something, like yeah. throw it in Tupperware, just warm it up, and just got, like, sit in the state got, park, like, just like foil underneath the hood on the on top of the motor. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Y'all want some eggs? Y'all want some dashboard <laughs> bacon? <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling you man it's, it's awesome there oh, it's awesome to have a microwave dude even just around town like sometimes you want to heat something up just boom right you know, just, your coffee you're driving around doing stuff your coffee gets cold just <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, you guys want some popcorn hold on yeah three minutes yeah, I, mean, that's, I mean i watch movies in there i may as well have it be able to make popcorn right yeah, yeah. i mean i get dude the the idea is I don't know. I like, I do like to go see musicians' shows, and then I also like to try and figure out which vehicle is theirs in the parking lot. Like when I pull it, yeah. Sometimes it's obvious. What are you riding in? Yeah, sometimes it's not. I went and saw like Jeremiah Johnson the other night. There's there's a there's couple of couple of vans in the parking lot. Yeah, boom. Those are the vans. Right. That was easy. (laughs) Uh, I used to own one of these, and I see them. Actually, I've seen them a couple of times. That Chevy uh, HHR. I mean, it's not a bad gig rig. There's a lot of room in them. A lot of people are sure. like, is that PT Cruiser? I'm like, no. No. <laughs> so much cooler. No, it's not. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> this is based off of 50s Chevy Suburban. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Those old bourbons are cool, man. They're not yeah. practical in any way, shape, or form, but they're <laughs> cool as can be, man. No, you're not getting to KC for $45. Be, you're getting to KC for impact for $450. Awesome those, <laughs> I think it'd be awesome to take one of those and put like a V6 and like fuel injected, like upgrade it to, to newer technology. That's and, LS swap that thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, but then you're going, you're going, you know, you're getting away from the the economical factor if you start LS and it, you know. In comparison to a carbureted right. motor, it's <laughs> yeah, but if you go down to a six and put regular regular injection on it instead of hopped up injection on it, then, oh, dude, I do then you miss. could actually get you know twenty something miles a gallon out of it. That's that's I'm, that's the only thing I miss about the HHR. I was getting like twenty eight yeah miles to the gallon, and it was one of them panel ones. Yeah. So you can't see the gear in the back, which to me is a that's plus. Extra nice, yeah. You, I, you, know. you don't even have to tint the damn thing all the way black, right? <laughs> yeah, it's solid, uh, but like. I had I had no hubcaps on mine, and I tinted the front windows real dark. And I had that car for uh, God, six months, and I got pulled over probably four or five times in that seems car. A, seems about right. Yeah. yeah, just looks the thing just looks a little suspect. That's the, that's the best part about the Prius, dude. Like the nicer of a neighborhood I'm, I'm in, the more I blend in. 
And normally when you're like car camping and stuff, like if you're in a van and you're in like a nice neighborhood somewhere, they're like, what's this guy in this van doing? Yeah, you what's know? With this van? You seem sketchy. Neighborhood watches. But a Prius, nobody's paying attention you. to a Prius. I got the windows all tinted out. Like, no, there's, there's, there's a panel van outside my house right now. It was there last it's night. It's sketchy. And it was, park, it was parked in the spot I usually put my van in. Yeah, I noticed. Yeah, you noticed. You were aware of that. Mm-hmm. But if my Prius was parked out of there, you might not even thought about it. Mm-hmm. What's that little Prius? <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't have thought twice. But that, that panel van, I was like, hmm. I looked in the front windshield to see if there was like a like somebody sleeping or somebody like watching <laughs> watching TV on a tablet. You know, yeah, right? <laughs> trying to rip my Wi-Fi. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> trying to rip uh, my Wi-Fi. But yeah, man, this is like our this conversation all started around like musicians, like rigs and what they're how they're getting around and packing their gear and i mean for me you know uh trying to be small and you know i've been working for a while to get more compact more efficient more off-grid and weirdly i never would have guessed in my entire life that it would be a prius that would get me there yeah but there i landed in it and there it is you you fell in love with this thing i love it you do i know uh, (laughs) know. i've been i can't wait to take it everywhere <laughs> I just went to the uh, auto show here in St. Louis. Uh, All right. And um, they have, I don't know if you, I'm sure you guys have seen the video, but Ford's doing a new F 150 Lightning, I think they're calling it, or whatever, something like I think. Uh, Bringing back the Lightning. But, well, it's yeah, not, it's not like. Thunder, dude. It's, yeah, it's not the uh, like low profile like uh truck that they did it's not uh, the california but, style truck but it, that they did before. i think i'm pretty sure it's lightning something like that but it's it's all electric it's a, and like uh, and okay. uh in the like promo video for it all <laughs> like they say that they can like power your house for three days on it and yeah, like man. all this stuff and i'm like yeah, what that's wild like, mobile generator yeah shit. Okay. oh yeah yeah and like but i mean they showed like you know i'm storms and you know tornado or whatever and like you know knocked out power they that they could supply a house for three days it's the uh, same thing they yeah, yeah stuff. they're gonna sell and that's like get that down to louisiana florida it, tesla like, has a power wall that you, you mount in your garage or in your basement or whatever and it's a, basically a battery packed full of these little 18 650 batteries and you build them like huge big packs of them and yeah dude you can power go way off grid and you can power like your whole house for days like you were saying like right that's the same thing that they're doing in the tesla cars it's the same style of batteries they're all these little uh they're like a big double a basically and there's like hundreds of them you know and they're they're all running right series or parallel to make them uh make them you know function how how many volts you want and how many you know how much depending on how you wire them you can get more voltage or you can get more battery life out of more batteries uh, yeah, you know yeah. it's um, pretty interesting man that f-150 did they like does it look like a future truck or is it like it kind of like keep the, they, it's, the look yeah it's still like fairly f-150 like, i mean there's a couple I'll, I'll, I'll show you guys but like it uh the only thing is like there's yeah like you open the hood and there's like you know there's nothing really there now it's so, a big yeah, yeah. motor and right. a battery yeah uh-huh. so it's uh and then that like but the you know they got all the little gadgets and things like uh and it can like it's got cool uh like plugs for the in the on the tailgate there and stuff like they can run your you know job site and stuff like that and like mm-hmm. i mean it's, i don't know it's pretty fancy but just thinking like you know it's it's got this tech same technology like the prius 
you know but now it's in a uh, f-150 body and stuff like it's cool to see like these uh, yeah uh you know the technology being applied to other vehicles too like that and stuff i so. mean even just even just the prius getting 40 miles to the gallon like if i could get a van uh even a small van that was and that's that had that same kind of range or even close to it because it was hybrid like that i would buy it in a heartbeat and mm. i mean that's where the technology is going and that's for building show rigs that's dude it's a rolling generator it's designed everything about it is designed to create power yeah which is why i can do all that you know run all the stuff i have a 12 volt refrigerator and then it just runs all the time i have have a microwave and stuff in there that is ready to go you know yeah here's here's a pretty good picture uh from oh yeah i mean well, it still kind of looks, looks I like, like it. it's got the it's got a little bit of both going right. on okay but yeah. it's still rugged enough like it's still got the the same similar body style that well, you don't want to shave off to, its yeah. beard and take right. away all its manhood. Yeah. You know? but I, yeah. I like uh it's tar and like feather and, like tar and feather uh, grill and stuff with oh uh, yeah okay i don't know yeah. looks cool to me uh i just thought i mean like it was, it was just kind of uh wild to the, how how much the check technology has changed and stuff like you're saying and then like you're you just bought an old flatbed like you're oh, you're yeah. going the other way i was on the hunt for this for a long time <laughs> yeah. i got a 19 1963 chevy c30 to one ton dually it used to be a grain truck so it had like the big red side walls on the bed 12 foot long flatbed on this thing uh it's that classic like minty green with a white bumper white grill uh things like uh pregnancies and divorces are the greatest uh perpetuance of my marketplace addiction yeah for sure like, man. like if family, you're to talk about buying old country trucks and stuff like so. yeah i can't tell you how many times i've had the conversation of like uh well yeah we got a kid on the way so one of my projects had to go <laughs> yeah like well it's, hey, i gotta raise up some hate money to take this, this off your hands here for this price. hate to take uh, this amazing truck away from you but <laughs> thank you very much i'll be but, driving it home yeah man i had to buy i had to borrow my boss's bobcat trailer because this i'm literally going to haul a one-ton dually truck and and nothing i own is big enough to accommodate that so drove two two and a half hours into illinois which is also where some of the greatest deals exist it is weirdly yeah. <laughs> like anything great i've got off marketplace i'm crossing the river yeah uh, you can get a better deal if you're willing to make the drive that's the deal yeah, on that and, I'm, and i'm that guy <laughs> i'm that oh i'm that I'm guy all day yeah that guy all day. um but yeah i drove out to illinois and had that conversation yeah got a baby coming I was like, yes Yes. Congratulations and thank you. Congratulations, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Snagged this old sixty three uh flatbed, pretty much got the thing for a song. I got like pretty solid deal on it. Can't wait to rip music off of it, dude. dude it's it's, be uh, so much it's fun. got a um like a crate motor, three fifty small block in it. It was put in in twenty seventeen and has like a hundred miles on it. Yeah. It just wasn't driven. Um yeah it's really it's really close it's roadworthy now it won't pass the safety inspection yet but runs drives yeah. and stops uh <laughs> we're, fine, we're replacing all the wood the the wood on the bed and repainting the flatbed like metal perimeter threw some rv steps on it so like we can walk up and down instead of climbing uh it's just gonna be a mobile stage man it's gonna be like that private event block party parking lot party uh any sort of like outdoor festival event instead of like you know, if you've got your main stage, whatever, you know, if you want to add a side stage, like this truck will function as a, as a mobile stage. I'm not going to like cover with lighting trusts and all that crazy shit. 
I don't know. I thought, There's so much small lighting out these days. Though, I think can, like because it's that old classic farm truck thing. Like I'm gonna like the whole like white woman's Instagram factor. <laughs> like I'm gonna book weddings in the Midwest yeah, for sure. the rest of my life with this thing. Probably. Um, but yeah, it's like old turquoise farm truck, and I got a horse trailer bar that I'm gonna pull behind it. So yeah. So let's let's, let's party, party Midwest. Like yeah, anything, with, anything within two hours of St. Louis. I'm, yeah. Just, yeah. Let's let's get it. All right. Uh, <laughs> white woman's Instagram. <laughs> Dude, that, that Bo Burnham, that Bo Burnham thing yeah. is hysterical. Yep. Have you seen this? No. A white woman's Instagram? No. Or, is it is this heaven or is it just a white woman's yeah. Instagram or something? That's the name of the song. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, and he's like, oh, the whole, all the lyrics are references to like every Instagram trend. Like, That's you ridiculous. know, it's just like, uh, you know, um, Latte foam art or something like that, or whatever. Yeah, and, like, and tiny, he's, tiny pumpkins, tiny, tiny pumpkins. pumpkins. <laughs> yeah, like, warm socks. And yeah. Like, and he just like he sings about it, and the video for it is him oh, like yeah. in like a long sweater and high he's like socks doing all like <laughs> latte. Like, on, like a, but yeah, if you're gonna do it, you gotta own it and do yeah. the whole thing. For sure. He's, I mean, he's a musical comic, so yeah. like it, it's. It, so God, it's, it really is it's brilliant. I, that whole special, like, I mean, he, he just, uh, I, I watched it like probably twice, I think, on on Netflix at home. And then I, they did a, a screening at uh, the theater and I went to see that there with a crowd and I laughed even harder because like, I don't know, it, it hits uh, different with a crowd, obviously, you know, yeah. like, and then you, people like were singing along and like, it was just like a fun event, like to be, a, you know. <laughs> included in the group like that like uh so nothing um, like that like collective right. human energy yeah you know, especially when like such a kind of a i mean bo's a big star but like it's also kind of like an uh you know kind of a niche thing like to find that yeah find something uh, a particular brand of comedy that you all agree on and like we you know it's like so it's it was a lot of fun to be a part of that and um but yeah great if you haven't watched the special go watch it because it's and it's also like I don't know. I mean, I've been a fan for a long time, but like, it's so real too. Like, it was, it, it was he shot the whole special like during quarantine, trapped in his house and stuff. So it's like all in his room, and and it's kind of a, you know, he made it gets serious. There's some like some really sad stuff in there too. Like, yeah. Uh, but it's got to be a little bit of darkness. Oh, with yeah. that, if you want comedy to be good, you sure. Gotta, well, it wants to be real. Yeah, yeah. Once yeah, you give me like, something that can not only can I relate to you, but that is obviously something real with your life right. and your thing. Just, just music's the same way, you know. I want give me if you're not giving me that something, then I don't know how to connect to you. Yeah, you know? yeah. but yeah, man, he, one of the best though for sure. That uh, I still I just watched it, rewatched it. Uh, his the special before that where he's he's uh doing the country song. Have you ever you ever heard that one? Uh, I don't remember. I probably what, have. But I don't remember exactly what he called it. Uh, the name of, but he, you know, it's it's just poking fun at how um generic and like uh formulaic a lot of country music is today and like yeah. and how like uh you know, you know it's like uh uh you know rule now and like or you know edged whatever he's like and uh but he's the the part that really gets me is like y'all dumb motherfuckers want a key change and like it makes me laugh so oh my God, I don't think I ever heard this wow, <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, wow. You every good classic country yeah. song just right. <laughs> yeah with a key uh, that just made me laugh calling out the key change like that's great but that's uh that sounds like something I would say yeah so, uh, get crawled eddies on Sundays. Yeah. <laughs> 
I might, I might have to steal that one. <laughs> Add that to your sermon. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all dumb motherfuckers on key change. Um, yeah. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I, uh, I, I thought it'd be fun one time to kind of off the same thing with this country song. I like just pokes fun at like yeah. the, the common phrases that are in like all these pop country songs. Uh, is to have have like a hat and it'll be like the country song hat and it goes around the room everybody pulls out a lyric and like whatever they pull out like that's and i'll just like write a song on the spot yeah uh it's just like a live like like a gimmick yeah. for a show that's just awesome you try and create something live but like just like you pull out a thing it's just like red solo cup like <laughs> tailgate like, <laughs> like yeah. flip-flops like <laughs> jesus yeah uh yeah, I don't. I'll send you a link for that shit. But it's uh, and some good stuff. I was thinking, uh, you know, you're talking about your your Sunday Sunday sermons over there, your services, uh, crawl daddies, and uh, I always think about too. Uh, I went to see um, Anderson East. Uh, he did a run with uh, with JJ Gray and Mofro, and yeah. I saw him, uh, and um, it was like a Thursday night in Kansas City at Knuckleheads. I drove up and. I maybe it's a Friday, Saturday, whatever it was, but I saw him the night before in Kansas City, and then I also caught him here in St. Louis. Uh, but I dipped out before JJ because I ran across the street to see uh, one of my favorites, Will Hogue. So I got to see Anderson set twice, and he uh, his guitarist um, comes up to the mic and he does like a a whole uh, thing, like kind of doing a uh, like a preacher or whatever and he's like dearly beloved we are gathered here you know and like and but it's it's the prince uh lyrics and stuff you know and yeah. it's like this makes me laugh so hard that he like how how uh how he delivers it and like he know, leans into the yeah, sermon right, yeah. yeah it's like you know just like uh what is, you know just dearly beloved you know so yeah it's so good though but i was just like that'd be funny to do something like that at uh since you're building it up as the, the sunday service and stuff i thought about maybe doing like uh some sort of like not like an actual religious or a holy song but right. like uh uh like what's who's the guy he does a song called uh she left me for jesus uh god i forget his name um good old like good old she left me for jesus good old hillbilly song that's <laughs> it's funny walker uh walker hayes no Anyway, she left yeah. me she, like, or like, <laughs> I would never do it. Like, what if God was one of yeah. us? You would do it if somebody put enough money in the jar. If somebody don't puts lie, it, don't lie to us that like fifty. <laughs> don't don't lie to us like you're not a hooer for the tip jar. <laughs> Just a stranger on a bus. I'm gonna request it next Sunday. <laughs> Get out of here. Just trying to make his way. <laughs> no, I thought that's about, like, last some kind of God, some dude. kind of that's, well, that's like, one of the last more set was just, God. That's what that, that's right. what that's around, dude. Yeah. God was one of us. Oh man, there's some other ones I could throw in there. Are you just a Jesus? Don't around? want me for a sunbeam. Like I could throw in some shit like that. But we try not to get too preachy down there. Yeah, you get preachy anyway. It's just not about the Lord. <laughs> it has <laughs> nothing to do with that. <laughs> you get you. preachy with everything else about songs and <laughs> beer and whiskey and oh. yeah, everything else. We, I did a, I, I was, there, there's a, a regular down there, a buddy of mine, his name's Luke. He's helping me actually with this truck build. Uh, he just he'll, he just shouts out like the most ridiculous requests in the moments of silence between Damn. songs. 
just be like you know, he does like, a pretty good job of filling them sometimes because i'd be like he's never gonna do that one and there he is what if god was one of you and know this, and this boy this boy was like chumba wumba and i was like god damn it and i was like that one song just like repeats over and over again and he's like yeah that one i was like you're an asshole <laughs> the <though."> only one <laughs> but yeah like, the only one yeah uh but i played it and as i'm singing it it's like he takes a whiskey drink he takes a vodka drink and he takes a vodka drink he takes a cider drink and i was talking shit and i was like if anybody buys me all four of those i'll do them right now and you can't say it on the mic like that i was dude. talking to all that shit <laughs> and some dude was like hmm, walk straight over the bar <laughs> and before i know it there's a whiskey shot a vodka shot uh, a small glass of cider and a small small glass of lager. <laughs> Did you sing some songs that remind you of the good times? And, <laughs> yeah. remind you of and the then I was times? pissing the night away. <laughs> that song is so ridiculous. And I like I pulled it up on a tablet. I don't have this thing memorized. It's not something I sit in my house. Yes, and like, you do. And like you really carve out to express my artistry. Yeah. Yes, you do. Uh, <laughs> he was here practicing all day. It was a whole shtick. My neighbor just he, like he, he had the, the guy wall. come in and ask him. What the fuck is really so um, Did your neighbor talk to you through the wall, yeah. like in, like in the uh, office space? Yeah. Well, I don't tell nobody either. Hey man, turn on channel nine. Let's do this, <laughs> channel nine. Hey man, don't you kind of look like that? Exam. Whoa. <laughs> oh man, I'm just talking out of my ass. Ain't it? Uh, yeah, that's, I mean it's duplex life, man. This is not built with acoustics in mind. I gotta get my ass up at six a.m. doing drywall down at New McDonald's. At New McDonald's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch out for your corn holder. Did he win anything for like supporting actor on that one? I don't know. He should have. He should have. What a gem. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, uh, yeah, man. That's a uh, oh, cool, classic. Man. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's. Yeah. Uh, but that. Uh, speaking of like weird 90s songs, um, I've, I've been thinking about it a lot, like, because I listen to a lot of 90s on 9, but. Uh, that uh, next uh, too close comes on there a lot. Oh, boom, 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 boom. oh I'm back I, uh, in cahoots yeah. in like 1996. But like that whole song is about maybe 98, 97. So- the whole song is about getting one? boners and like and like yeah, you know. girl, you're dancing real close, <laughs> yeah. real, real close. Yeah. You're making it hard for me, yeah. <laughs> a little too close. Like, <laughs> Feel a little bump coming through on yeah, you. Feel a little poke coming through or bump coming, coming through. Coming like, through on you. On you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. I forgot about that. It's just, yeah, it's a, it's a song about dry humping. We, we were driving the other morning. Uh, it was like, you know, 9 a.m. or whatever. And I'm like, man, I didn't expect to be this horny this morning. This morning. <laughs> yeah. you know, hey, I am little, really turned off by this song little, right now. Little, little Somebody's playing that buck track real early. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, <laughs> she's over here like yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. coming I just like Uh-oh. there's like it's dancing real close that just made, it just made me laugh so hard to think that that was a that's a huge hit song and the whole oh yeah multi-platinum yeah. or something probably right and it's yeah, all just, just about boners and like it's just it's a giant innuendo <laughs> yeah. the entire tune uh, not even innuendo because it's just blatant yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, there's, no, there's no innuendo there's no it's subtlety yeah, no but i are no, <laughs> not insinuating anything you're being very direct uh so i don't know just uh kind of clicked with me the other day i'm like this makes me laugh how many people were probably singing that song and had no don't even realize what they're singing they probably just 
you know, it's catchy. It's just like burned into the yeah, brain. They're like, oh, yeah, I just know this. Is this, the, like, is this the backward skate or the couple skate? You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I could never do the backward skate. Can you do the backward skate? Oh, you I probably can with your tap dancing. You got all you got all the moves. I'm, I got. I was, I was terrible. I wasn't born with it, but I was you know trained in maybe the, in the coordination. Yeah. <laughs> trained. I was molded. <laughs> Did you uh, you all see that video I posted the other day with that guy skating? Uh, he, uh, I don't know. It, was, it made me laugh. I'll show another video. I'll like show disco you. skate party. Yeah, but he's like, it, I don't know. Just yeah, is this guy like he's like wearing like a whole like. You know, uh, Pearl Snap and Cowboy Hat, and he's like skating backwards, and what he's like just getting into it, he's like popping his hips back and forth, and uh-uh. uh, but it was made me laugh so hard. Like, but somebody like synced it up with a uh, like Kid Rock um, that he, so it looks like he's dancing to Kid Rock, and I was like, it just made me laugh even harder. That like, <laughs> so uh, I don't know what he like what the original song was, but like they you could tell it was you know edited put kid rock in there so my, i can't imagine trying to booty pop on a like, yeah you know, getting the booty pop on, right. on going backwards on skate street i would i would die yeah. one, of, one, of my, one of my one of my favorite overdubs is like uh it's, it's like a, some like master p music video big crowd in the streets and then this like little white girl right in the foreground like doing a handstand and like twerking and the dude's like singing right between her legs and they oh, yeah. overdub boot scoot and buggy oh yeah <laughs> As <laughs> well, and you're just like stripper thighs, just jiggling. His jiggling? face, his face is right there, like singing. <laughs> like, oh. but, uh, speaking of my, speaking of that, that sounds like my new music video I'm about to film. Just going down, the one. down yeah. historic St. Charles, <laughs> little mini twerk over here, <laughs> mini twerk. <laughs> uh, that. Uh, well, speaking of music, we should probably play some music. We did do some uh, some live jams. Um, no, we didn't. Yeah. Oh, we didn't. No, we didn't. <laughs> I did not recall that event. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to find that video. Well, Don't play that one. Uh, where the hell it is? No, wait, not that one. Oh, here it is. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's amazing. Are you going to include a, a link to Yo, that in the like, in the in the description because people are going to need to see that? Like, I think I want <laughs> this to happen for like my next my next birthday. I just, just going like, to see that drunk and then you can do it. Listen, like my next Saturday night off, I'm trying to I'm trying to do that. <laughs> yeah. That dude's living that's, his that's life. I'm totally impressed by that guy. He is, he is, he's, he's all the way where, in there. Where can we yeah. do that? Is uh, what is it? Great Skate is that still open? Yeah, yeah that's Great still Skate open, still yeah. is doing doing the thing. What was the one up here? New Spirit. It was right, like, right next to AutoZone yeah, before yeah. Lindenwood started buying everything. It was New Spirit. It had the awful wood floors. Because mm-hmm. then when you went around my turn, it was like. Oh yeah. And then you and you roll up on smooth again when you get to the turn. Oh yeah, I remember that. There's a. Uh, it wasn't helping my cause. Yeah, I already wasn't good at it. <laughs> like, I can't remember a name, of, uh, but there's like a kind of an independent. Somebody bought this uh, skate rink, and then they they were, they were like hosting concerts there and stuff. Like so, uh, they Dude, had let's play, let's play yeah. a skating rink. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I played a bowling alley, but I never played a skating rink. It was uh like I had my friends uh like uh the Manus brothers and uh. Brother Lee and the Leather Jackals, like they played like a loud rock and roll show, and he's right out there skating and stuff. And, and that like, awesome. yeah, so 
Let's get let's get right on that. Let's do that. Yeah, I feel like I want to shoot a music video in a skating rink. Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah. Like on on skates. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I have to learn how to play guitar and skate at the same time. Yeah. Okay. I'll start working on this. I'll start going every. Yeah. I'll start going every Friday. I'll rent out privately the skating rink. So I can, <laughs> uh, what? Friendsless and the endless love in the dark. <laughs> uh, well, let's. Uh, I mentioned some tunes. Let's play. Uh, we did do a cover. Uh, let's start with uh, the first one we did. We did a. This is a uh, Tyler Childress cover, Charles, oh, yeah. Charleston Girl. Yeah, and this man. was uh, you two um, playing together, so this was fun to... Charleston girl in a darkened room And you don't know her like I do Took the fire escape to her room Got stone raging blind Left my money in the trusting hands of them Old steel brothers in a thrash grass band One day I'm gonna drive up there Give them half my mind Don't know if it's the wine or the coke who makes her sound like her jaw is broke. She's working hard to make some sense. She ain't got a dime. I wish to God I could help her out. I wish I knew what she was talking about. I wish to God deal. She ain't worth the time. All I know is that when I am good and sober I am leaving West Virginia for a while I don't know why, but every time I cross that river Lord, there's something that tears me up It makes me wild Skin so fair, I believe if I could find my keys, I'd try and drive away. Never planned to leave so soon. I didn't know he was sweet on you. Go ahead and take her, man. She ain't worth the time. All I know is that when I'm good and sober. I am leaving West Virginia for a while I don't know why, but every time I cross that river Lord, there's something that tears me up, makes me wild
All I know is that when I am good and sober, I am leaving West Virginia for a while. Don't know why, but every time I cross that river, Lord, there's something that tears me up, it makes me wild. All I know is that when I am good and sore, I am leaving West Virginia for a while. Don't know why, but every time I cross that river, Lord, there's something that tears me up, makes me wild. I know you guys occasionally do, you know, share the stage, uh, do some gigs together and stuff. I well, like to party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't think I've actually seen it in person, so this was a well, lot of fun. You're messing up in your life. It's I yeah. think, uh, I mean, there was a play, it was when a lot of things were shut down, a lot of bars were kind of hurting, and uh, me and Gus both were playing up at a place in St. Peter's called 311 Winehouse. Uh, and, you know, we're friends with the people that run the joint. If you, you know, you work up there for... Uh, enough times you get to know everybody and awesome place fantastic little place man backyard is amazing in the spring and summer but it was the winter months so they were hurting even more uh and there were only like three guys that were going through playing you me and uh and ryan thomas yeah yeah and blankenship blankenship yeah yeah. yeah. um only a few artists that were coming through playing on a regular basis because even a lot of musicians were not playing anywhere yeah uh and we it was yeah we just were bullshitting i threw down all winter it was fun like, man why don't we just uh yeah. let's just start playing together and it'll draw a couple more people in it'll help the business out you know we were just happy to honestly it's still, at that time we were so happy just to have the damn gig that's true man um yeah yeah and we just started jamming we got a, a similar enough set lists and uh yeah i mean it's easy you know especially in a place like that like that that's the kind of place like 311 is a place that you're like comfy and cozy and like you're, you're you're in there and when it's wintertime and it's cold outside like everybody's kind of on the same little you know you get used to playing in the same place and like everybody's in the same little wavelength and your your friends are there and your regulars that come in and stuff are there and it's, it's yeah. just so fun to just like throw down with a friend like you or ryan or you know it, it feels you know it's real natural to just like let's pick and grin let's pass back and forth leads and let's sit up here and be goofy and do shit we would do at home yeah keep, here, it keep it fun keep it keep it fresh yeah know? for sure man for yeah sure. That um, obviously I didn't get to see you guys doing that, but like when I stopped in and saw you play with uh, uh, Russo and uh, Justin up there uh, when Justin was in town, yeah, you guys were you guys were getting kind of doing a little bit of that. And um, was this outside, like in the backyard? No, it was, it was an inside show. It was, and then uh, it's a great room, man. The the warmth of the of the wood yeah. and like the the sound in that room is really good. Low ceilings, you, it's cool. You let Justin, you know, take lead, and, uh, and I think it was I got a nice video of a uh, moon dance, and you were tapping on it, and oh yeah, and uh, that was a lot of fun to just to 
get into that and that that duo with me and justin birthed a concept for a show that we ended up calling moon dance right out in baltimore we we did we like it was on a whim he was like oh, i'm gonna do moon dance if you want to tap and i was like yeah sure some local guy filmed it and it went viral 30 something thousand like views on the thing like yeah. nice. just flew we were like oh shit uh and then we just decided to put together a show again it was like right around the time like gus and i were jamming together when gigs were slim and we found a place we could put like yeah. a, a dinner show on and charge people like 60 bucks and they get three courses and limited capacity whatever 50 people get to come in and do that and they get a, a, a nice like two hour private show yeah yeah, yeah i'd love to, i mean I, I i'd love to do more of that like uh start organizing some of those kind of events like that because i don't know i I love the big shows, big theater, you know, pageant, whatever, you know, Fox and all these things, but like, uh, or even, you know, the amphitheater and stuff, but like something really special happens in a, in a room like that with about 50 to, you know, 75 people or something like that. And like real intimate and like where you can just, you know, and then you become, you can get to meet the people and stuff. The room's energy. Like it really is a whole, is a whole thing. Mm -hmm. Everybody in the room is part of it in a small thing like that. And there's, there's something real to that for sure. I was kind of telling you guys, uh, you know, looking to, uh, build a home and I, you know, having, having a little more space to do something. I'd, uh, I've been a part of them as a, as a fan, but, uh, these house concerts is a kind of a similar thing. Get 20, 30 people in your living room and kind of, do a little private acoustic show kind of thing or whatever songwriter thing and uh, a little potluck dinner kind of deal. And like, it's just a super cool event and like to be a part of something like that. And like, so yeah, I don't know. So as more as I get, you know, a little older and everything else, like I like kind of like dialing into like something a little more exclusive like that. And um, so I think it would be a lot of fun to, to do more shows like that. Yeah. Where you kind of like can curate, the artist and the audience, mm-hmm. you know that's going to be a good fit. You know, right, the whole vibe put put together a whole vibe, a whole evening, a whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's fun for the artist too to be part of stuff like that because then you get, you know, like you play a lot of wedding gigs and bar gigs and you know private parties where you're like outside and and you know doing things like that. But like to get into a little room and like do a songwriter thing or stuff like that for me that like takes me out of the norm. And it's like oh, right. okay, cool, like. Mm-hmm. This is this is a fun little event to go do, and then like I don't know, it's just a whole different feel to it, you know. Yeah, whole different yeah, vibe. It was like uh, I don't know. The first time I went, it was kind of weird, and like because I didn't, I, I had no no idea what to expect. I was like, and I didn't even know the people. Like I it popped up, I follow a songwriter, and I popped up on bands in town, and he was coming to t- and went St. Louis area, and I was like, and I punched in the. Uh, the uh, space and i was like because they have a made a name in it but not just like whatever you know johnson house or whatever you know something like that when the family name so i punched it in and i found out it was you know that's what they do is house concerts and i was like oh that's cool so i called them and i or emailed or whatever and i was like hey is this open to public and i and they're like yeah absolutely come on over and i'm like all right like cool. so it was like really a strange kind of a strange thing just go to some I don't know this. I don't know the songwriter guy. House. Yeah, stranger's house. I'm show up and they're like, just bring a dish and twenty bucks or whatever. You know, whatever the cover. The you know, give them artists some money and I'm like, all right, that's what a cool concept. Yeah, and then like, uh, so obviously you're all there for you know the a similar uh, you know cause and everything you know to support the music. So I got to talking to people and that's what I do and uh, you know talking and get to meet them and we all had you know good food and good tunes and 
so it was a, it was a fun night man so i was like i think it would be uh, a lot of fun to continue that and like i said hosting my own shows maybe in the future having having artists uh you know especially between columbia and st louis crash at my house one night on a on a off night and then you know have a gig on in friday in st louis or whatever something like that and I don't know i think it could be a lot of fun yeah i could totally see you doing that yeah. for sure the cool <laughs> yeah. thing about those kind of gigs is that they're like that's what the people are there for right. it's one thing to go to a bar for a party and to have fun and to have there be live music even if you go there yeah. for because the band's there mm-hmm. it's a whole nother to go and like listen to a thing and like sure. show up at an event that's, that's that kind of thing you're there to hear the music and they pay attention to the whole thing a little different you know yeah. and you deliver it a little different because they're because they're vibing with you in a different way you know yeah I could totally see you doing stuff like that. Yeah. And, and the convenience factor, shit, for you. Sign me up. Yeah. You can you can set up permanent fixtures, sure. plugins, and all that. It's in your house. It's always ready to go. There's no like right. going pull over the, here to this pull venue. Pulling the mics down, you know. Like, yeah. Well, that's always put that uh, home setup in. That was always kind of been the joke for for a long time. With uh, you know, um, I, I, this would be a step in in the right direction. But like, I've always been talking about wanting to have my own venue and doing my own thing uh you know uh and that was like kind of the joke was like quit paying to go to shows and start bringing the shows to me so like <laughs> so what more than in, in my own living room to you know or something like that too yeah. but yeah. uh but yeah and i uh i think it i don't know i just uh i i, I definitely just want to get more people involved and in, like actually giving a shit about live music and stuff and and songs and stuff not just uh Going, Man, to, do, going to going to hear the same covers every weekend at a bar and all stuff. You do so much for that kind of stuff, man. All the time, is you're constantly promoting all the local artists and the local music. I mean, even outside, like I haven't been on the show in forever. And how many times have I been on your "What's Happening in St. Louis" <laughs> and I list? You know, it's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. I'll try to support. It only seems this. like the next logical step is for you to start hosting events and stuff like that for sure, man. I, I mean, yeah. yeah. I don't know. We got. Hopefully, we we'll make it happen here soon. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, uh, speaking of some of the originals, we uh, uh, I do want to uh, highlight some of your what you guys uh, played, some of your originals today, and let's start with uh, what Gus is. Uh, Old 19. Old 19 is OL apostrophe yeah. 19. Old 19. Oh. It's a, it's a song that I just kind of wrote. Um, I don't know. It just kind of happened one day. You know, most of the, most of the songs that I like are usually that way. Like I was just feeling a little country ditty, and that's. That's what came out. It's a song about moonshining and running from the cops and stealing corn from a cornfield. You spend all your money on a moonshine still, and you know. All right. It's called Old 19. Nineteen running on the side of the field. And all my money on a moonshine steel Loaded up the corn, yes, it's getting pretty full Here come from a muscle with a loaded 44 And I'm running down toward the hollow Gotta get the steel running for the gold that'll follow Oh, nineteen Rise toward tomorrow Driving all night Dropping lightning in the bottle Come on, man 
seen her running two wheels around the band. The farmer catches up and gonna fill me full of hay. Prohibition bars pop and push me to the edge. The law man figuring on a price for my head. So I think this is the first time I heard this, man, and it sounded really nice. Like I, I liked it a lot, and like, um, and I, I like, uh, I don't know, like you, you explain some of that imagery to go with it, and like, and that's exactly where my my mind, you know, kind of whole the whole, uh, you know, Dukes of Hazard kind of starts popping in your, you know, that the, the whole song revolves around an right. old pickup truck. Yeah, you know, yeah. the whole song's about the pickup truck, about right. how you're running out, out running the cops in the pickup truck. Yeah. I doing your deliveries moonshine and I you're I was trying to steal corn to make your moonshine and you got your old set up and you're trying to get away from the farmer and you know like yeah. I just I don't know something something about an old pickup truck just grabbed me and I wrote yeah. a song about moonshine. I, I never moonshine. I drank some moonshine. <laughs> it's it's a goal of my life to make some good moonshine but I ain't got there yet. Yeah. And I know some fellas who don't mention any names. <laughs> <laughs> One guy's got a big old beard. He makes the best moonshine I ever had, and he knows who he is. It's not me. It's not me. Yeah, that. Uh, but no, that sounded great, man. He said to you, uh, "This is something you're working towards a new record." Uh, well, yeah, right? I did a, a couple years back. I did a, a record that I call "Following Tradition," and it's uh, there's some really older stuff on there. Some stuff all the way back to like the 1700s, and then up to 
you know, through like the, you know, the cowboys and Indians kind of period through the, you know, 1800s and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then some, some songs that I wrote to go along with it. Uh, I really like all the old timey music. So I picked some, I got on, um, I was learning how to use pro tools and I was, you know, tinkering around. I do a thing called microgroove where I call it a studio, but it's really just more, it's about projects. I don't really like rent out my studio space like do the you know i trying to make any real money at it i just i record my friends and myself and stuff like that and i got a guy named curtis wilcoxon that does all the mixing and mastering makes it sound good so i put out this record a couple years ago and it's like eight songs and it's it's um just old-timey stuff and it was all me um bass and guitar and it's it's like a jug band kind of style thing um i did all the you know the vocal harmonies and all the leads and you know played all the things and so this time around, um, I've moved just a little bit newer and, and more of the stuff. You know, some of it's still old time, but like I did a traditional tune that's public domain that uh, Elvis did. It's called That's All Right. And it's uh, it's just a little boppy tune, you know, I did that one. And um, I got a couple other tunes on there that I've been working on. And, and uh, like the last one, I wanted to write a couple tunes kind of along the same style and you know add a couple do do several you know public domain and traditional tunes because i like all that stuff and then add a couple originals three two three four originals you know so this is this is one of them and it's just been kind of sitting on the shelf i wrote it a while ago and i haven't done anything with it and then i was playing on uh main street um doing the uh history and harmony events yeah. down there playing on this is so fun I signed up to do all of them again this year. Did you? I, yeah. I'm on like four of them. Yeah, I was just like, I'll take all you want to put me on, you know. Uh, they're so fun to sit on the side of Main Street and just take my acoustic out and just play as people are walking by, you know. You wear the you wear the shirt for the event and, you know, do the thing. It's fun. Uh, but I was playing down there and Russo came down and I guess you weren't playing that one and I was. No, I was off. Yeah, and so he was like, play some original. I played that. He was like, ooh, I like that. It was stomping country. Yeah, you know? yeah. I was like, all right, well, I guess I would do it with with him yeah man mm, for sure yeah this was uh this was cool just a, a kind of a lazy uh saturday morning uh jamming in the living room this is like some of my favorite stuff man just uh i like uh i don't know you know like again like i like the the amplifiers and all the stuff you know the loud rock and roll and all those things too but it's cool sometimes just to hear you two on a guitar and and yeah. uh having fun too so it's uh just a picking in a green. Yeah, picking in a green. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or drinking coffee. And, Donut yeah. King. I like how you. I like how you project like we were really doing this like early in the morning. Though. Like you're really messing with our musician. Right. Over, right? <laughs> we'll do things in the morning. Well, this is this is early for us. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some, uh, cough, some cough drops were involved. Yeah, yeah. yeah coffee before noon. <clears throat> some lemon some, and ginger was harmed in the making. Trying to sing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sing harmonies. <laughs> Early in the morning, tell you what, boy. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's drop in uh, one more, and this is uh, Russo's brand new uh, tune. Uh, Spanking new, yeah. I think we kind of is a goodie. I think we kind of talked uh, the last time you were on the show. I think we were kind of some of the gears were turning to make this possible, and yeah. now it's all done and recorded and out there available uh wherever you're getting your digital music at but uh you want to share some of that story about this particular song goldmine uh yeah i it was uh it, it kind of came together um i write 90 percent of my songs uh in my 
in my truck like and as, like on on the road as i'm driving like i'll get yep. you know i get most of my ideas are there and i get pull out the phone and get the voice memo going and just like lay that down and then i'll revisit it later when i can sit down with a guitar um so i kind of i wrote this chorus the chorus came first on this one like the hook came came first and i was like wanting to write a song that was about and i mean it's pretty textbook kind of stuff like as a, as a man you're like i'm not worthy of this this woman that i'm with kind of deal it's it's an age old uh, song topic i think I, uh, <laughs> you know what are you doing with this old bum Dude, yeah. you know I, you know how did the, i how did this even happen this uh I'm a schmo. this is something i i live every day man so uh, <laughs> it's, it's, i show people uh pictures of stacy you know like that's your wife Really? <laughs> really? Really? What? Quit quit playing. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm like, geez, yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and so you know you've done well. When people go, really? And you're like, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm above my league, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, there's no watermarks on this picture. It's not like a stock image. This yeah. is my wife. Wow. Really? Man, really? <laughs> but no, but, I, no I, it was, it, it's just about that. And I think, I think a lot of people can relate to it and... I do try and have a goal of a, a, a little slice of relatability in every everything that I write, and that's important. Not, not trying to make it too specific and uh, self indulgent, or about this very specific something that I encountered, but something that we kind of all experience. Little on the harder side of living She defines the finer things in life I don't know how she wound up here with me I count my lucky stars every night I was hell bound She's having sense She's up in that high rise Pitching a tent. I'm a warm red tequila. She's imported wine. I'm wishing well. She's a gold mine. Loving me ain't never been easy. I've been the kind to run away. Something about your love, girl, you saved me. Now all I want to do with you is stay I was hellbound She's having sins She's up in that high rise I'm pitching a ten Well I'm warm real tequila She's imported wine I'm wishing well She's a gold mine She's up in that high rise I'm pitching a tent I'm a warm 
real tequila She's imported wine I'm wishing well She's a gold mine I'm wishing well I'm wishing well I'm wishing well She's a gold mine came together like really really cool uh i was driving through nashville on a monday and i reached out to a friend uh joe barrick who is from baltimore i met him through justin actually i didn't even hadn't even met him yet but justin my buddy justin miles made the connection and uh i had spoken to joe on the phone a few weeks prior telling him i was coming through nashville and he was like ah there's not really a whole lot going on whatever not really sure if we got anything for you and i was like cool I, I hit him up i was like i'm it's it's monday i'm in town i'm not expecting anything but i'm up for absolutely anything and uh i he was like cool i'll let you know if anything happens and uh just kind of went about my day in nashville went to a guitar shop went and had some lunch and just kind of hung out in town it was uh with my girlfriend and uh we just doing some cute shit around nashville and sure enough i get a text message uh and it was it was joe and immediately as i'm reading the text message he just called me he's like hey do you want to write a song today and i was like uh yeah I'm, I'm in nashville i got a guitar i'm ready to, like yes absolutely uh, he's like well i had a songwriter in a session uh unfortunately his son got in like a minor car accident but the guy who was in the session had to leave and go help his son out i got a songwriter here that's like paid for the session already and he's got like an hour and a half left uh so he's like how where how far are you i'm like dude send me the address i'm 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 where are my fucking shoes let's go <laughs> like ah <laughs> like flew to this uh he gave me the address didn't tell me what it was but i pull up and it was colt ford's studio average joe um in nashville and show up there's a you know the first parking spot reserved for colt ford and i was like oh all right <laughs> all right cool walk into this place and it's real i don't want to say typical like uh recording studio but like just giant posters of every artist like on every wall surface everywhere i'm like okay these all this shit's been recorded here sat down with this really cool dude um his name is brian martin uh and i was like hey i got this idea sang the chorus for him he was like all right he's like that's definitely the chorus and he's like well, we just let's build some verses hadn't even really put a guitar to it at that point yet and so we sat there and in about 45 minutes we had a song done he was a he was really cool like just we were volleying back and forth like so quickly you know he'd kind of mumble a line and i would just like i kind of know where he was going with it and i would say something he's like yeah and it was almost like we were having a conversation as we were writing the song like i would sing a line he'd kind of like, oh yeah and he'd sing like what should come next and i'm like oh man what comes next and it like this thing happened in 45 minutes and it was really cool um so from and then after i left that studio after like being in there for an hour so so short-lived so quick uh and then hit up my buddy mark in hendersonville like 20 minutes north of nashville it's like can i get some studio time he's got a basement studio up there He's like, hell yeah, come through 8 o'clock. And from 8 to 10, we were down there cutting tracks. And I told him to play some lead licks on it. And I did some harmonies. And within one day, the song was written and recorded. Uh, and then a couple of days later, it was mastered and submitted to uh, platforms. And I didn't even really know how to play the, 
play the song. <laughs> Don't you love that? You know, you right. write something and it just comes out and it all it all happens boom, boom, boom. And then yeah. you're like, play that new song. And you're like, oh, um, I didn't really think about that part of it. Well, know? I don't, whatever you, you'll hear on Spotify or whatever, Pandora, iTunes and all that. Uh, is different from how I play it now because now that I've like digested the material, of I kind of like flipped yeah. a couple things around and whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, the whole process of it, I'm I'm so game for that, uh, like uh, more regularly and more consistently um, to be able to sit and collaborate and write songs with people and get content out and get inspired, inspire other people, just keep like chomping forward on that kind of concept. Um, you know, it's cool to like sit down and write songs by yourself, but man, there's, <laughs> I heard one thing said when I was working with this guy, Brian in Nashville, um, which was my, my greatest takeaway from the entire experience. Um, we were about halfway through this song and the chorus was starting to really come to life. And he was like, he kind of leaned back. He was like, man, we got to introduce you to camp Cody. <laughs> and they refer to these like groups of songwriters as camps that are like that. Yeah. help write content for artists camp camp luke combs like you know there's, these are like groups of artists and guitar players and he was talking about cody jenks i was like oh, fuck yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking oh, about. Yeah. i don't want to land the florida georgia line mm-hmm. i want to land more so with like cody jenks culture wall you know that kind of slice of music and uh he's like i gotta introduce you to these guys yeah man he's friends with the guys that wrote like uh must be the whiskey Cody Jenks' new, like, biggest single. Like, I think he's got the most plays out of all his singles at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, yeah, my, my friend actually wrote that song for Cody. He's on Camp Cody. I'm like, well, Doug, <laughs> I got my tent and my sleeping bag. Let's go to Camp Cody. Camp Cody. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. Yeah. Goldmine is for sale. Come on, Cody. <laughs> all right. Come and buy it, boy. Heck yeah, it is. <laughs> Come and get it, son. Yeah. Come get it. Yeah. That's a good one, man. Uh, I, I like Goldman a lot. Yeah. Second I heard you put it out, and I, I clicked on it. I, I just happened upon it like shortly after you put it out, and I was like, ooh, yeah, uh-huh. okay. Okay, now we're getting the hook, the hook makes you want to stomp yeah, a little bit. Man. Man, that's good. <laughs> well, and, and your buddy, what was the guy's name that played the guitar on it? Mark Dreyer. Man, he really t- he laid out some tasty licks on there, man. Mark Dreyer is a yeah. he's a weapon, man. Dude, he, he plays around Nashville and hats he kinda, off of that dude. He, he, he kind of shows up and I don't think he sings much or harmonizes much. He sits back and, and he's just a he's a monster picker. Um, I paid a good chunk of change for Brent Mason to play uh, on a couple of my singles. Yeah. Uh, and Mark Dreyer, like, God, he just, like, he, just play, down, he, he plays yeah. circles like, around him. <laughs> yeah, he's just, man. He's just, he's not Brent Mason, but yo, he's Mark fucking Dreyer. And he's, <laughs> right. He's, he's a badass. Yeah, man, um, that so, stuff, he, yeah. you know, I'm playing the leads on it, and I'm like, man, but it's not as tasty as Mark's, man. Like, <laughs> I, I he, he's he's I mean, one of them, he's one of them guys that, like, I'll play it, and he just takes a pen and a piece of paper, and he does probably writes down the Nashville number. Yeah, shit, the quick little Nashville musician hieroglyphics, uh, and then he just kind of glances at that, and everything he, like ninety nine percent of what he hits, you're just like, yeah, that, uh, yeah, that, uh, oh yeah, that's what it is. That's yeah. what's supposed to happen right here. Oh, you know what? That's exactly what I heard there. Yeah, <laughs> his instinct, his instincts are great. So it's like now, Harvey used to say a lot: the parts are already there, you just have to play it. And that's what a guy like that is doing. Okay. Yeah. That's what a guy like that is doing. Like he already knows what he's going for, and the parts are already yeah. there for him. And he's just, you know, you can almost hear it in his playing on the on Goldmine. Like he's just like, oh, yeah, that's what's supposed to be there. You know, yeah. like that's, so, that's everything you wanted as a studio musician. Like he just comes and lays down that taste in his, and it's just like, oh yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Every every songwriter deserves a, a Mark Dreyer. Yeah, <laughs> like 
Yeah. To, that's, that's really like, that's what I've discovered. I think I had like a lack of confidence playing with other musicians because I didn't believe in my own guitar playing. Uh, like it, it's not a big lead off for me. It's not the first thing on my resume. It's tap dancing. Guitar was always like my little, my little secret. <laughs> like oh, my little I play, friend. I play this in my hotel. Uh, so I didn't really, I wasn't always trying to engage with other musicians because I didn't think I could hang. I like really. I'm still like when it comes to leads and being like a, a lead player. I'm still, I'm still not there. Um, I know, man. You laid some tasty leads down on that team. Uh, I sure. appreciate that. But, uh, <laughs> I, I tell you what, I, I know the my, feeling, man. My brother's That's... got a degree in composition. He's gonna watch it and be like, "Yeah, pentatonic." That was cool. And what were you doing, there, bud? <laughs> yeah, let me judge you heavily for everything you were doing. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think it's uh, if I learned anything, like there was a fear to like engage with other musicians because sure. I just I didn't want to chase the bus down the street feel like I don't know <laughs> don't know how to do it um, there's some learning in that though man when you jump in with people that yeah. you feel like are better than you and I man when I started playing with Josh Pitts back in the day it, we, we, we both had when we were acoustic like really early on I was pretty young and I was real hesitant about playing with other people and like you know just uncomfortable not that i didn't want to i was just uncomfortable jumping in and feeling like i could hang and josh and i had very opposite um attributes at the time like we had very opposite strong suits um Mm, he was playing well he was playing heavy metal a lot when he was younger um and like you know on the side his little quiet thing that he was doing on the side like he would pick and and like uh you know play songs and like be an acoustic you know guy playing covers and stuff like that uh, but that really wasn't his strong suit to like sit and play tunes. Mm-hmm. His strong suit was more like metal leads and stuff like that. And so when we got together, um, he learned from me like like um, melody. Yeah, well, like you know, <laughs> just like rhythm guitar and like singing. And, like like he didn't learn. You know, it, it wasn't that he didn't come with any of those. But like as we got better together, that those skills got better for him and for me. Like I hadn't played a lot of lead, and I was real hesitant on leads and like. I'm definitely a way better lead player because I played with Josh for so many years. Like, because he was just so good that I felt like I had to keep up. Like, yeah. I was like, like you know, especially in the early days, like, damn, I'll be, yeah, we'd be playing something. He would lay something down, and I'm just like, what am I, you know, I was the, kind of our whole MO was to pass it back and forth. The chops and like, on a metal He could always beat me. He could, you know, like I could pick along with him, but like for a long time, it, I don't know if I feel this way now, but for a long time, like, there was like, okay, he could end the battle back and forth because he could just yeah. play stuff that I could. We're going to finish you know? on you. But playing with somebody like that, like, and playing and kind of like you said, like feeling like you're chasing the bus, like yeah. feeling like that, like it'll make you a better player. Big um, time. There's a thing to it, you know? That's really it, man. Uh, collaborating with other people is, has been yeah. one of the greatest uh, movers and shapers of what I, I think ultimately I'm trying to do uh, musically and creatively. Uh, it's not meant to be done alone. That's why I kind of changed my branding a little bit to Russo and Company because I'm like I get to be I don't want to do I don't want to do anything just by myself because yeah. it's always better when it's collaborative and with other people. It's rad to be Company, sir. <laughs> bro, yeah, bro. I have so much fun playing with this dude. Like, we have some rad time. I play a lot, you know, like he does. I play a lot solo and stuff like that. And like you know, I have fun going out playing the solo gigs and like it's something I'm really passionate about is being a musician for a living. And that's a huge part of it. And I just, I love it. But like, there's something about like what we did today, like just sitting in with a friend and just passing back and forth leads and just like, you know, just like doing stuff where you're just like, yeah, well, what about this? Well, I got this. What do you got? Like there's, there's something to that back and forth and that, that activity that really, it makes it so much more fun. Yeah. And there's all, I mean, 
You're just a talented prick. Uh, <laughs> oh, so you're, you. you're fun, it's fun, fun playing with you. And I know exactly like what you're saying about Josh is how I feel about you oh, <laughs> playing, playing leads. I'm like, yeah, God, I'm never going to. Yep. Go ahead, I'm Gus. super basic Go too. Go ahead, Gus. I'm just. Uh, I'm super basic too. I'm not, I'm not a guy that's like, you know, heavily musically trained, heavily, you know, um, I don't have all the music theory like you know memorized all the way down to a science like all you know like i go mm. play with with uh with ryan blankenship and uh, he's ryan thomas online if you don't know him uh and that cat man <laughs> like all him and his, his whole band they're all uh also music graduates and they're like music teachers and stuff like oh, yeah. and it's like I, i'm like I, I love playing with you guys but i can't hang i don't feel like, <laughs> like uh, hey uh you guys missed the diminished lately I've seven going, yeah <laughs> lately i've been going to playing hand drums with them and singing harmonies because i like i feel really comfortable doing that and like for me i love to play hand drums so it's like Sweet. it's another way to go out and be like i'm gonna do something different there's no tonight, no, no chords on a hand drum right right <laughs> i mean they, they just move so fast like it's not that i can't keep up in some ways but those cats like they just do it like they'd be like let's play this song and it's blah 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 and then they play like a whole orchestrated big huge piece of music that has all these crazy changes and diminished chords and like it's it you know there's four key changes in it and stuff and i'm like oh you guys just did that on the spot right, <laughs> right on guys great work like <laughs> i'm gonna go back to the coffee shop yeah i'm just gonna yeah <laughs> Tuck my tail between my legs. Go back to the open mic night. Give you guys credit for being way more awesome yeah. than me. <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, uh, you know, I, I don't play, so I, I can't hang with that. Uh, but like, I feel like that on the show a lot too. Like, just even talking yeah. about like, because I don't know any of that stuff. I can't like, you know, I can't tell you. Oh well, this is you know, I like this part you did, or like I just. That's why I stick to lyrics, like, because I mean, it's something I really connect to mo- anyway more than uh than anything but i i can't really go through and explain to us why a song makes me you know why i like this apart or better than others or what you're doing there because i i don't know any of the terminology i don't know any of the or the or anything how to properly ex- explain it you yeah. know so i i can't i'm out of my league when it comes to that stuff too i mean like, the thing about music though man is is that like even on on any level like when i was when i was first making music like starting to record albums and stuff like that. Like I really didn't have that much ability, overall ability. I had some basic knowledge. I could play chords. I could play bar chords. I could like strum rhythms. I could play minor, minor bits of lead. Um, and I could sing. Okay. Um, you know, I took four years of choir in high school. So like I learned how to sing, but like, I didn't have the same chops that I would now singing, you know, I didn't have the experience yet. I was just green and like, but I mean, like listening back to some of the music I made in those days, there's some really good stuff there. So you don't necessarily have to have all of those massive tools. You don't have to be the best player. Like it's just about like going in and being real and authentic and like just sure. playing what you, what you can. And like, like I know with you, with your podcast, like we were talking about when, when we first got here and we were chit chatting and like how the last time I did a podcast with the last one I did and I was incorrect. I thought it was with the hobos. The last one I did was at microgroove with Curtis. Curtis and I did a podcast with you yeah. and we just stood around like a blue Yeti and like, right. you know what I mean? But like, you know, now today you came over, you got more gear, you got a whole different setup. Like, you know, you, you, you grow and you evolve as an artist and like every, for me now, like I got like seven albums out and none of them are triple platinum. <laughs> Most people have never heard of half of them or more. Uh, but I like it because not only is it something that I, you know, that I created and that I've been a part of creating with other people and stuff like that. Um, 
but also like looking back on it's kind of cool like the first album that josh and i put out that i was ever on was uh we, we had a, Josh and I had a regular gig. It was really early. Josh and I had a regular gig at Bada Bean Coffee Shop in, uh, in Hawks Nest Plaza. And we would play like every, like, wow. I don't know, like Wednesday night or something from like 6 to 8 p.m. or something like that. You know, you get paid like 50 bucks to go and, and play as a duet or something. And, and so I had this old crappy, uh, I mean, I guess it's not crappy, but it's, it's outdated now for sure. Uh, but I had this old like multi-channel like recording console thing, and I just plugged this all in with like whatever the hell gear I could put my hands on, and we recorded an album. And like now, when I listen back to that, I hear all that, and I'm like, oh, it's wonderful, like it's yeah. so good. And, you and then the like, age on the well, yeah. And then you listen to like the next album, the next <laughs> album we called All In, uh, and we actually like like Harvey was living in Alaska still at the time, and he had flown into town, and we got him to record drums and stuff, and like. Uh, we had a bass player at the time, and like we just used like every piece of gear we had. Like none of it was probably top notch gear in any way, but we just used like every piece of gear we had, and we just layered down. We we just we just spent time and time and time in the studio, and like there's some really cool stuff that we did where Josh went out and like recorded like live bird sounds and like live thunderstorms and stuff in our old band room. It's, we had a, a, a offset garage that like you left out the door and it was like a backyard and like mm-hmm. uh, it backed up to like some woods and stuff. So it was real kind of private and we had a fire pit and like we just got into that space and recorded an album and the next one, you know, that album all in is just a little bit better. Yeah. And then you get up to the, you know, when we became hobos and like those albums are better. The first one we had like professionally mixed and mastered and like did all that kind of stuff that becomes better. And then, for me, like I kept walking down the road of, of doing more and more of it myself, and then we got to you know with Curtis on board and got to Microgroove and like we put out a couple like live albums and stuff like that. I put out my you know my solo album and I just love it, man. Like it, now looking back on it, it's a time. It's each one's its own little time period. There was different people involved. There was sure, different, different mm-hmm. gear, different you know. I was playing a different guitar at that time, and I wasn't this time. Is my like. You know, old Bessie guitar. You know, yeah, different That's, different head on the shoulders. Too. Right, old blue, old blue's been around for a while now. Though I saw a video on Facebook the other day that I was tagged in like ten plus years ago or something, like ten years ago, and old blue was sitting there Same looking guitar. all brand new. I was like, oh, uh, check you out. I must have just got it. I was like, oh, check it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I look at the podcast a lot like that too. Like just, uh, you know, we we started the beginning uh, and had no idea what we were doing. Just bought a mic and hit record and having fun and uh so to like look back at the catalog um you know 950 something episodes later Dang. uh seven and a half years yeah. you know it's definitely a lot of growth in there and and uh so it's it's cool. You're ever growing man right. that's the thing it's right. like an artist like especially like when people talk about when people, i get a lot of people that you know and i'm sure you do too i get a lot of people that ask me about playing guitar they want to tell me about that they're trying to play guitar and they want to ask like advice or something like that. I'm like, you know, how do I get as good as you kind of a thing? And it's like, well, I'm walking proof that if you just put your mind to it, you can just keep, you can do it. You know, like I didn't, I'm not classically trained. Um, I was raising young kids and stuff and like trying to be a musician for a living. So like I was really flying by the seat of my pants and like <laughs> I did it though. Like, you know, I set out for a goal. Like that's what I wanted to be was a musician for a living. And like, 
there was a lot of people in my life that were like, you can't be, you got kids and stuff, you can't be a musician. And I was like, watch me, I can do whatever the hell I want. <laughs> Bet. <laughs> I'm, I'm honored like that. You can't tell me not to do something because that's exactly what I'm going to want to do. Right. You know? yeah. So, but, you know, like, like I'm walking proof that if you do it, you can keep doing it, you can keep getting better. And like, you know, I get a lot of people that compliment me on like my lead plan or like my, you know, vocal ability, things like that. And it's like, that's, that stuff that didn't come overnight though. You know? you got, there is one person that sounds like you, Doug. Like, you, I love you it. have, you have such a, a unique and great sound. Thank you, man. Like, it's just what people say when you're not around, too. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's, good. that's good, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's good, People man. be like, man, that dude's voice. You know, the thing is, incredible. Like, I've, I've heard it a hundred times because we play a lot of the same places. I get yeah. I get a lot of compliments on my voice, and I don't know, man. I just, I just do me. Like, I don't know if that makes sense or not, but, like, I just... From the get-go, and I've been playing a long time now, so I've sculpted a thing. But I didn't really, like, set out to sculpt a specific sound. Or, you know, I just learned how to play, and then I learned how to get better. And then I learned, and I got on stage and started doing it. And, like, getting on stage is anything that will make you better is getting, I know you would agree with this, getting on stage. getting Having to be in the moment and being live in the moment, whether it's at, like, your buddy's house at a at a you know bonfire party or eat or you know open mic or even all the way up to you know playing with a band and stuff like that like getting on stage and having that like in the moment where you got to play through and you got to you got to go and you got to do the whole thing and you got to put yourself all the way in it and like go out and perform like that's what made me go was those hours and hours and hours you know all the years of playing five and six and seven and nine gigs a week and stuff like Go and play that much, you get good at it, you know. Yeah, it's cutting your teeth, man. It's cutting your teeth, man. Yeah, it's a thing, you know. You get better and better at it as time goes along, and like you said, man, the more you play with other people, the more you, more you like, the more you're inspired, and you inspire other people. It's weird because I know some people that like, <laughs> I know some people that like, um, I've inspired to play, and that's a really weird thing. Like to come back later, and they're like, "Dude, you fucking totally inspire me," and now I'm doing this, this, and this, and you're like. Oh, I'll, I'll, oh, all right, cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, <coughs> that's cool, man. I'm, uh, I I don't know. I, I I love watching you guys do what you do. So um, it's it's inspires me. But I don't. I have the uh, the musical talent. I wish I. I do want to. I do want to pursue it. Eventually, I want to like learn. Try to write some my own song. Write original stuff. And what would you but, play? What would you play if you could play? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, probably guitar. Just, but like I, uh, I, I guess if I probably applied myself, I maybe could do it. But I, just, I mean, the I, way to never, be a guitar yeah. player is to, you know to be a what? What are you? You're a guitar player. Yeah. By definition, is to play the guitar, right? And if you do it every day, you're good. At it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so simple, sounds so easy. I know, you know. But I, thirty, yeah. 30 minutes a day, or as long as you, or as long as you can stand it. I mean, just playing regularly. Just sure. picking it up all the time and playing it 10, 5, 10, 20 minutes here and there. Like, yeah. Yeah. having it in your space, I find, for me, I play a lot more when it's just right there. Like, if it's yeah, in my living always, room. Like, yeah, if it's in my living room right next to my couch, then I'll pick it up and play it. You know, I can't. Mm-hmm. I'll tinker with it. I mean, you know, it's like, oh, cool, it's right there. You know, right. and you do that over and over again, and it gets better, you know? Yeah. But I think also if I did that, if I did more, uh, you know, trying to pursue it, and then I probably wouldn't have time to go to enjoy as much music as I as I do like to do too. So, uh, I mean, you you said you're more of like a lyrics guy. You'll connect more with lyrics than anything mm-hmm. else. Yeah. Uh, nothing's stopping you from writing a little poetry. That, I mean, that's where I want to get to. I like, I'd like. And then you, then we have a sit down. Yeah. Like, call somebody, sure. call Joe Bazzelli and be yeah. like, man, 
turning that shit into a song. Yeah. And I bet, and I bet you'll do it in 10 minutes. Well, I mean, you, were talking, you, were, you were talking a little bit ago about how you just had an idea and like sat down like a little songwriter session, get together a couple guitar players and come in, come in with, hey, I got this like idea of a song and I got this little handful of lyrics. I got most of a chorus or yeah. I got, you know, and like I said, it can turn into something, you know. It was, being a part of an experience like that and a process of, like that was... So cool, man. It was great. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it, there wasn't any like uh we all knew we were there just for the collective cause of writing a song it wasn't like well this is my song or this is your song or this is that it's like you're just, we're writing this song True. together we're here we're supposed to walk out with a song that's right? it yeah. we're in this room yeah. we don't walk out until this song is done <laughs> yeah. the door's do, locked from the outside you boys will write a damn song uh, yeah there's a little slider at the bottom there's sliding little trays of cafeteria yeah. food What's that? Bread uh, and water. That's all you get until you get done with the song. You yeah. son of a bitch. <laughs> What's that? Uh, cover me up line. Um, we're, not, we're not leaving this room. And Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so someone yeah. needs medical help. <laughs> or the Magnolia's yeah, the Magnolia's yeah, bloom. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Yeah, man. Um, but now, now I... Uh, I like, I love what you guys are doing, and uh, if you uh, you want to get more involved with these guys, you can find them on your uh, Facebook and Instagram, playing around St. Charles all and and beyond uh, all the time. So you can uh, we got the we got the rigs for it now. Yeah, I'll tell you what, getting better all the time. Again, growing all the time. You know, yeah. mm. last last year we were playing on your trailer. This year we're going to be playing on that sweet truck. Like yeah. every little step forward makes makes it a little better and a little better and a little better. You know. Hell yeah. Now that Anthony's added me to his whole group, you know. <laughs> I'm I'm happy to I'm happy to be the Anco, man. It's, the family the family's gonna fun. get thick out here, man. It's oh good. dude. Yeah. It's fun, man. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. Well cool guys. I appreciate you doing this today. Uh, it's been a ton of fun hanging out, and uh, we appreciate you. We man. appreciate you, man. Yeah, for more sure. than you know, for all the all you do to support us, man. Real, real talk. Real talk. Yeah, that's what we gotta do. We gotta stick together. Make some shit happen in this town. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, well, hopefully, I'll see you boys real soon. I'm looking forward to it, yeah. man. Bye, everybody.